Matthew chapter 6. So I tell you, don't worry about the food or drink you need to live or about the clothes you need for your body. Life is more than food and the body is more than clothes. Look at the birds in the air. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, but your heavenly father feeds them. And you know that you are worth much more than the birds. You cannot add any time to your life by worrying about it. And why do you worry about clothes? Look at how the lilies in the fields grow. They don't work or make clothes for themselves. But I tell you that even Solomon, with his riches, was not dressed as beautifully as one of these flowers. God clothes the grass in the field, which is alive today, but tomorrow is thrown into the fire. So you can be even more sure that God will clothe you. Don't have so little faith. Don't worry and say, what will we eat or what will we drink or what will we wear? The people who don't know God keep trying to get these things and your father in heaven knows you need them. Seek first God's kingdom and what God wants. Then all your other needs will be met as well. So don't worry about tomorrow. Because tomorrow will have its own worries. Each day has enough trouble of its own. What we're going to do this morning, boys and girls, is we're going to look at a very big topic. This is, a, this is something that we've been looking at with the grown-ups whilst you have been in Sunday Club. We're going to look at the topic of wisdom We're going to look about how we can live wisely. And there's a book in the Bible that is all about teaching you wisdom, and it's called the book of Proverbs. Now, I wonder, though, if anyone here could tell me, what is wisdom? Does anyone know? That's a difficult question. What's wisdom? Go on. Yeah, it's like when you're very wise and you're trying to get very wise. What would a wise person look like? Does anyone know? Yeah, go on. They might have a beard. (laughs) Correct? Yeah. Yeah, well, wisdom. Let me tell you what wisdom in the Bible is. Wisdom is the ability to make the right choices. And that's different to being smart. I've heard somebody illustrate it like this. Being smart is knowing that a tomato is a fruit. Did you know that? Yeah, tomato is a fruit. Being smart is knowing that a tomato is a fruit, but being wise is knowing not to put it in a fruit salad. Yeah? So being wise is making the right choices in life. It's living the way that God wants us to, and it's not making silly mistakes. Now, who can think of someone who they would say is wise? Can anyone, does anyone know any wise people? Yes. God, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant, yeah. I mean, he's the wisest. Anyone else? Jesus, great answers down the front here. Anyone else who's not God or Jesus? Solomon. Solo- oh, yes, Solomon. That's right. In fact, it was King Solomon who wrote the book of Proverbs. Well, this is going to make my example look incredibly trivial. Um, <laughs> but, but when I think of someone who is wise, this is who I think of. Does anyone know who that is? It's Gandalf the Grey. And you're right, Fraser, he's got a beard. 
Yeah. So when I think of wisdom, that's the person I tend to think of. But there are other people that we have in our lives that are wise. Um, your mom or your dad or some of your friends might be quite wise. Robin, the minister of this church, is very wise. He's someone that I would trust to make right choices and right decisions. But the question we're going to look at today, boys and girls, is how can we be wise? How can we make the right choices in life? And how can we live the way that God wants us to live? And I'm going to focus on one verse or two verses, sorry, from the book of Proverbs. And if you can remember them, you'll see I've got a lovely array of sweets up on the stage here. If you can remember this verse, I'm going to help you guys remember it. If you can remember at the end of the service, then we may have a little surprise for you. This is the verse I want us to look at. It says this, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Never rely on what you think you know. Remember the Lord in all you do, and he will show you the right way. So what I want us to think about from that verse, from what we've just sung, is two big questions then. Why is it wise to trust God, first of all? And secondly, how can we do it? How do we trust God? Why is it wise to trust God all the time? And how can we trust him all the time? So firstly then, why is it wise to trust God? Well, let me tell you the answer, Uh, and then you can repeat it back to me. Um, It's wise to trust God because he is in charge and he knows everything. Now look at Proverbs 3 verse 5. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart, never rely on what you think you know. So it's wise to trust God because he is in charge and he knows everything. Why is it wise to trust God? Yeah, good good effort, because he is in charge and he knows everything. And it's important to trust God, boys and girls, because we don't know everything. We don't know what's going to happen in our lives. We don't know what the future is going to be, but God does, and he is in charge and he is in control of it. There may be good times ahead for us. I hope so. There may be some difficult and bad times ahead. We don't know what's going to happen, but God does. Now, Let me demonstrate it like this. I'm going to ask my good friend Herman to come up because it's his last Sunday. So Herman, orat mabru. That was an impersonation of his accent. Can anyone guess where Herman's from? Does anyone know where Herman's from? South Africa, yeah. (laughs) South Africa. Right, Herman, I'm going to blindfold you. Um, Do you trust me, Herman? A little bit. (laughs) Is it wise to trust me, Herman? (laughs) right now boys and girls I'm going to lead Herman through a little homemade obstacle course just you stay there Herman don't you worry everything will be fine you still trust me Herman (laughs) okay right Herman I've got a little obstacle course I've set up and I'm going to lead you through it okay okay Right, I'm going to guide you just with my voice. Walk forward, walk forward, walk forward. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Stop. (laughs) Do you not trust me, Herman? No, no, I trust you, Andy. Okay, good. Right, I'm going to guide you down the steps. Here's a step coming. I bet you never thought you'd be doing this on your last Sunday. No. Right, now there's a chair right in front of you, Herman. Turn to the right and walk straight ahead. Oh, watch the chair, watch the chair. Turn to the left. Oh, oh, careful. Straight ahead, straight ahead, straight ahead. Right, you're right. Okay, keep going. Oh, Herman, you're shaking. 
Don't worry. Right. right. Now, what you're going to (laughs) do for this bit, let me just (laughs) move out of the way so you don't get injured. Um, Kneel down. Okay. On both knees. Yeah. There's a table in front of you, and I'm going to get you to crawl underneath it, okay? Oh, no. Okay, get right down. Watch your head. That's it. Keep crawling, keep crawling. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Okay, stop. Stand up. Okay, round this. We've got, we're going round the banner now. Right, 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 right. Straight on, straight on, straight on, straight on, straight on, straight on. Okay, Herman, there's a, a box in front of you. You're going to have to step over it. Oh. Okay, big, massive step. Okay. That'll do. That'll do. Yes. And another big step right in front of you. It's here. <laughs> sort of, yeah. <laughs> right, Herman. Oh, this is well placed. There's a nice little ramp here for you to walk up. Now, I'm just going to leave you to walk straight ahead. <laughs> right, keep walking, Herman. You don't know where the edge is going to be. Keep walking, keep walking. Stop. Okay, down you go. It's going to be an edge drop. Hey! Take the blindfold off. Give Herman a round of applause. Thank you. <laughs> and he really couldn't see because he's not got his glasses on. Herman, that was great. And boys and girls, Herman there had to trust me, didn't he? He had to trust that I was going to lead him the right way. And I'm quite a trustworthy guy, as you can see. And he had to trust that I wasn't going to cause him to be hurt or cause any injury to him. And he had to trust me because he couldn't see what was ahead of him. But I could. I could see what he couldn't see. And this is why it's wise to trust God all the time. Because God sees what's ahead of us. He knows what's going to happen to us in our lives. And he is not powerless, but he is in control and in charge of everything. So Proverbs 3 says, don't rely on what you think you know, because you don't know nearly as much as God. But trust God with all your heart. And notice that it says there, trust him with all your heart, so with everything that was in in you, trust God. Give your whole life to God. Because sometimes we can say, yeah, I, I trust God, but actually we don't live as if that's true. And often we can put our trust in other things instead of God. Let me just give you some examples of how we do that. Um, now, these things are, are good things to trust in, but they can't be used to replace God. So sometimes we like to put our trust in uh, the things that we want or the things that we have. So if we're worried about the future, we might think, well, if I can just get enough money then my life will be okay. Or as long as I've got a nice house, as long as I've got enough clothes, as long as I've got enough food uh, to eat and enough water to drink, then I should be totally fine. But you remember that passage that, that Catherine read to us, where Jesus says, don't worry about all these things about what you'll wear, or what you'll eat, or, or, or what you will drink, because God is your Father, and he will give you these things. Don't make these things your priority. Instead, our priority is to be first and foremost God. And these are good things to have, um, and God wants us uh, uh, to, to have good things in life. He's kind, gracious Father, but we cannot put these things above God. We've got to put God first. Or secondly, we tend to put our trust in people we know. Um, now, I hope you trust your friends. Hands up if you trust your friends. You trust your friends? Good. Hands up if you trust me. 
Yeah, all right, okay, thank you. Yeah, and I hope you trust other people. I hope you trust your family members, and I hope you uh, trust and you look to them for help and for advice. But the person you need to trust the most is God. And here's why. Even the people who love you most and will want to help you can't know everything that is going to happen to you, and they don't have control over what's going to happen in your life. But God is the one person who does. So we've got to trust other people. It's really important that we trust other people. But we've got to always trust God the most in life. And finally, we can put our trust in ourselves. We can think, well, uh, I'm quite smart or I'm quite popular, I've got lots of friends, I, I, I'm very clever, and we trust in, in our abilities and, and how good we are. And that is not a very wise thing to do, because sometimes we can make silly mistakes. Has anyone here ever made a silly mistake? No. Well, I've made some silly mistakes. Yeah, I've made some silly mistakes. Sometimes we can make really silly mistakes. But we also need to accept the fact of what Proverbs says, that we don't know everything, do we? We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know uh, what our future will be. Only God does. And so we have to trust him. So we must trust God in all situations, boys and girls, because he is the only one who really knows what's best for us, and the only one who's really in charge. Trust him with all your heart. That's right, it's God. Trust him with all your heart. So, here's the thing. It's really hard sometimes, really hard to trust God. Sometimes we can be in really difficult situations, and we find it really, really difficult to trust God. How do we do that? Well, that's what we'll look at next. So it's wise to trust God. Why is it wise to trust God? Brilliant, because God knows everything and he is in charge. That's exactly right. But sometimes it can be quite scary to trust God because trust in God means that you've got to give your whole life to him. And so we've got to ask, how do we do it? How can we trust God with our whole heart? Now, the festival's on at the moment. Has anyone been to any shows at the festival? Oh, yes. What did you see? Can you remember? Oh, yes. Cat in the Hat and Bedtime Stories. That sounds exciting. With Granny and Grandpa. Wow. Has anyone else been to any shows in the festival? Yeah. What did you see? The Secret Garden. Wow. Well, let me tell you something I saw in the festival from one of the guys performing out in the streets. He was walking along a tightrope. Well, not walking. He was on a unicycle on a tightrope. Now, how scary is that? And it reminded me of this story. i put up this slide. Now, this is a photo from a long, long time ago. This is a famous tightrope walker. And I don't know if you can see that, boys and girls, but his tightrope is going uh, over a river very high up. In fact, he used to walk over Niagara Falls. And this man's name was Charles Blondin. He was a very gifted tightrope walker. And and it went on for ages, his tightrope. And it was so, so high up. And do you know what he would do? Sometimes he would run across the tightrope. Sometimes he would walk across on stilts. Imagine that. That would be scary. And actually one time he went into the middle of the tightrope with a portable stove and fried an egg on a tightrope. 
How scary is that? So he used to do these tightrope tricks all the time, and people would gather from all around to come and see him do his tightrope tricks. Um, But he would occasionally do these things, and he would ask people in the audience who were watching him, okay, who thinks that I could carry someone over on my back across this tightrope? And they would all say, well, yeah, we think we could do that. And then he would ask for volunteers. And can you guess, boys and girls, how many people volunteered? A hundred. No, you'd think so because he was so good. They all thought he could do it, but not one person volunteered. Because imagine being on that guy's back on a tightrope. It would be very, very scary. But there was one man who did it. You can see a picture of him there with his nice top hat on. And he went on his back. And that guy was his manager. You see, even though it was scary, he knew who Blondin was, he knew what he was able to do, and he trusted him. And sometimes we can be in scary situations, and it's really hard to trust God. Sometimes we can be in difficult times, and it's hard for us to trust that God is really looking out for us. We struggle lots in life. At school, maybe some of you are maybe feeling a bit worried about going back to school uh, after the summer holidays. Sometimes we struggle with our friends or, or with our family if we've fallen out with people, or sometimes bad stuff happens to us, or stuff happens to us that just makes us feel sad. And it's really hard to trust God, and it's really scary to trust God in these situations. So how can we trust God? How do we do it? Well, look at Proverbs 3. This is the second half of the, of, um, the second verse, sorry. Remember the Lord in all you do, and he will show you the right way. So if you want to trust God, what you have to do is remember who God is. You see, boys and girls, the only time you can really trust someone, think about that person you really trust. The only time you can really trust them is if you know who they are. So that guy, Charles Blondin's manager, he was able to jump on his back and walk across the tightrope because he trusted him and he knew who he was. And if we are to trust God, we have to remember who he is. We know that he is mighty. We know that he's in control. But here's the other thing we know about God that's really, really, really important. We know that God loves us, that God loves us. And the Bible says he loves us like a father loves his child. And although he sometimes leads us in times in our lives where we really hurt and struggle, he never leaves us alone. And it reminded me of this story. I was talking about being in the festival. Have you been, has anyone been walking in the Royal Mile during the festival time? Yeah? See how crowded it is. There's loads of people everywhere, and it's very cramped and very crowded. And I remember seeing uh, the other day a little girl who was so scared because there were so many people there. And what she did was, well, she ran to her dad. Her dad picked her up. Her dad held her, and he carried her through that crowd, even though she was scared and very upset. And he pushed aside all these people, and he brought her out the other side. And it reminded me that that's what God is like. Sometimes we are in situations in life where it's very scary, and it's very hard to know what's going on. But the Bible tells us that God loves us and he is with us and he will carry us through those moments. But how do I know that for sure? How do I know that God really does love me and that he'll always be with me? Well, this is the answer right here, boys and girls. This is the answer. We know that God 
is for us. We know that God is with us because of the cross of Jesus. Because the cross, as you know what happened on the cross? Jesus died on the cross. But Jesus didn't just die. It wasn't just, uh, he, he died for us, but it wasn't just a death. Something special happened on the cross as Jesus died. Because the moment that Jesus died was the moment that he took every bad thing that we have said and, and thought and done, and he took it on himself, and he took the punishment for it so that we would never have to face any punishment from God. Jesus took all that on himself as he died so that we would be free from any punishment and so that God would always accept us and God would always forgive us. And God let his son die for us so that all the wrong that we have done in our lives would be gone forever and we could be made his children. And because he has done that amazing thing, we know, boys and girls, that he will never leave us He will never forsake us, and he will always, always, always be with us. Look, that cross, when Jesus died there, that was one of the most horrible things that has ever happened in the history of the world, because that was the moment human beings killed God. It's one of the most horrible things that's ever happened, but God used even that horrible moment to bring about something amazing, the salvation of the world. And so if God can use horrible things like that to bring about amazing things, even some of the bad stuff in our lives that we don't know what's going on or why we're here, God can use for good. And the cross helps us to trust him. So boys and girls, if you're really to trust God, you need to remember who he is. You need to remember what he has said. You need to remember what he has done. That's why what you do in Sunday club is so important because you remind yourselves of who God is and what he has done for you. And you need to spend time in your Bibles getting to know him better because the more you know him, the more you will trust him. Remember what Jesus said? This is how you know if you're really, really trusting God. Jesus said this, more than anything else, put God's work first and do what he wants, and then the other things will be yours as well. More than anything else, put God's work first. So, the first question, let's see if you can answer it. Why is it wise to trust God? Because God knows everything. How do we trust God? Trusting him with all our heart and by remembering the Lord in all that you do. And that is how you will be wise. And God will show you the right way to live in life. He won't tell you how to do everything, but he will show you the right way. It's worth saying that that, uh, Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6 is such a fundamental principle regardless of your age. It's not a child's verse. um, And it's so key if we are to live wisely in life that we must trust God with our entire hearts and with all our being. 